Hi, and thank you for joining Dating While Black's radio podcast. Dating While Black was created to open real dialogue between the sexes in hopes that it will foster positive exchange and help cultivate our communities. The radio segments will address issues that relates to the world, our communities, relationships, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy this segment. So this episode, I'll be covering three takeaways from the Chris Rock special entitled Selective Outrage. Three takeaways from his special. So if you're with it and you want to get my take on this, stay tuned. There's three things that occurred in the Chris Rock special that I take issue with. Um, But I do want to at least give credit to Chris Rock for his, his telling his story in his own way. He waited a whole year to basically openly and truly address the situation. And the things that I can tell you that I did like about it was how clever he was in telling uh, his side, his story, his perspective of the incident that happened. I love the fact that he said that don't count me or don't consider me to be a victim. You won't see me crying on Oprah or Gail or in an interview, which I felt was important for him personally to proclaim that he's not a victim. What happened to him was unfortunate. And I give Chris his credit for the way that he handled the situation up until he felt the need to do these three things. Chris Rock's Netflix special was titled Selective Outrage. And the net excuse me, the Netflix special aired on Netflix, of course. Where else would it air? <laughs> but it aired on Netflix, I believe, March 8th. Uh, but earlier, earlier this this month, uh, March of 2023. And there was three things though that that he said that I was like, mm, wish he didn't do that. Number one, he called Jada a bitch. In an era or in a time in which we are really and truly fighting for the respect of Black women and men alike, I don't find that there's any situation that can constitute or in which we should give a pass at a person disrespecting us, especially when it comes to us. What Will Smith did was indeed disrespectful to Chris Rock. And of course, likewise, if you feel that way, you should also agree that Chris Rock then calling Jada a bitch is also in that same area of unacceptable. The second thing that he did was offend and not just offend um, Meghan Markle, but also minimize the experience of African-Americans or even Africans or the way people experience racism. He felt the need to minimize it. He, he made a statement as it relates to Meghan Markle's 
claims of racism at the hands of the royal family, as we all know how that situation unfolded. Regardless if you read the book, checked out the special um, uh, that Meghan did, Meghan and Harry did, or even if you didn't even check out the episode that Meghan and Harry did with Oprah Winfrey, we all know of how things kind of unfolded leading up to their marriage as well as their marriage and then after them having um, their first child. What he said, two things that he said that rubbed me wrong about her situation is number one, he felt the need, he felt the need to basically make it seem as though because of her level of, I guess, um, quote unquote privilege that she should give racism a pass. And instead of me just paraphrasing with, with that, let me tell you what he said about her statement of racism. He says, everyone, everybody trying to be a victim seems like a nice lady just complaining. I was like, didn't she hit the light skin lottery and still going on complaining? That in itself suggests that just because you are black, successful, or maybe have even reached a certain level of financial independence, that if you experience racism, you shouldn't complain. That is okay that, that we should be given passes. Though many of us will never be married to a royal or have a certain level of income, if you're doing right and well within yourself financially as it relates to being a business owner or a, a, an employee, just because you hit a certain level in your bank account as an entrepreneur, just because you hit a certain position within your career or a raise or a certain income uh, amount, it suggests that if you are mistreated or a victim of racism or experience racism, then you should just shut up and stop complaining. Kind of like what one of the spots, 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 sports um, icons, LeBron James witnessed or experienced. He was speaking up about some type of issue and one of the Fox commentators, I don't even say commentators, it wasn't a sports commentators, but one of Fox's um, uh, journalists felt the need to tell LeBron that he needed to shut up and just dribble. It's as if you can't speak on your experiences or on the experiences of your people because you are in a financial bracket. I took problem and issues with that. Anybody minimizing anyone's experience is deplorable. It doesn't matter if they were black and experienced racism or any other type of group. Secondly, the second thing that he did, which is the third thing that I will cover in this episode, is that um, the issue of colorism. He felt the need to minimize her experience of colorism. And for those of you who don't know what colorism is, 
It is the prejudice or discrimination against individuals with a dark skin tone. Typically among people of the same ethnic or racial background. Colorism in itself in our community has been a serious and a serious emotional and psychological battle. Chris Rock says this. In her, let me tell you this real quick, just to set it up. In Markle's interview with Oprah Winfrey in 2021, she stated that members of the royal family had concerns about how dark the, their, the couple's baby would be, their son, Archie. Chris Rock says, I'm like, what the F is she talking about? They're so racist. They wanted to know how brown the baby's going to be. Now, Rox is saying this, mimicking her and, and acting like he's crying, right? They're so racist. They wanted to know how dark the baby's going to be. He then says, I'm like, that's not racist. Because even black people want to know how brown the baby going to be. The audience laughed. But who wasn't laughing is the many of people, not only black, who have dealt with and have experienced colorism. It's not a joke. It's not a funny. And it just typically whitewashed a person's take and experience of colorism. I feel like Chris Rock missed out on a great opportunity to garner even more respect. But instead, there was articles, conversations, videos, commentary of people condemning the things that he said. My last three episodes before this, I talked about respect, respect in dating, respect in relationships, gaining respect, uh, maintaining respect. But I can tell you on this, a lot of people lost respect for Chris. There was quite a few people that, that you know, said, you know, it's comedy, but we have to be careful on the things that we say, the things that we do, especially to each other, especially considering the fact that we are all in this race looking to gain equality and respect for all. And it starts from using our voices in our platform to communicate how important it is for us not only to protect each other, but to respect our views, opinions, and values, as well as validate concerns, even for situations we cannot or have not ever experienced. I have not dealt with colorism directly that I'm aware of. And I can still empathize with people that do. And with that, this is D, and I'm out. Bye. That concludes this episode of Dating Why Black. I want to thank everyone who has supported this podcast, who sent emails to info at datingwhileblackpodcast.com, <laughs> as well as those of you who visit the sites and attend the events that we have, both the paid ones as well as the free ones. If you have any episode ideas, we're open to them. Check out the website at datingwhileblackpodcast.com. Bye.